Aloha, this is One God Church Online's podcast. I'm Reverend Enoch, and I have your title, Muddy, Muddy. So if you're preparing for this season, or if you're celebrating this season, or if you're doing anything at all, or even if you're not, whatever's going on, whatever's going on, I pray that joy is with you, and I pray that tenacity and stick-to-itiveness is, is with you. And if you didn't start, then start now. You have plenty of time. You know, and there's there's a lot of things in life where, you know, that wouldn't be accepted. And it, and it may not be accepted in the, in the realm, which, you know, you have to start on the 8th, you know, or, or whatever may be said. But, but I believe God would accept you. If you wanted to begin the Lent fast today, and you're like, well, it started the 8th, and you're like, well, I'm a little bit behind, would God accept you? And though it may not be uh, theologically correct, or it won't be churchy correct, it won't be uh, people correct, it won't be naysayers correct, it won't be, you know, whatever it may be. It won't be under their scrutiny. I mean, it may be under their scrutiny, but they don't have the last say of it. God does. God will bless who he will bless and he will, you know, curse who he will curse. Sometimes it's hard to say that because we don't really want to view God as a God that would curse people. But then maybe we haven't really got into the new, the Old Testament. I'm sorry that much. Not that we all need to be uh, pointed our fingers at each other saying, well, you don't know this or whatever. We, we need to experience God's word. And, you know, as human beings, there's so much information out here in the world. And sometimes we forget. I mean, you could talk to somebody who's been in church their whole life. And then Noah, and they're like, wait, Noah, wait a minute. And even even Noah and Moses, they could get mixed up. Or, you know, different characters. Or even pronouncing uh, Elisha and Elijah. Or, or maybe they were both Elijah. I mean, you know, things like that. And when we could get into these weird, muddy conversations. Uh, you know, and, and we, we as people, I mean, regardless of, uh, of, of how this, how this message goes today, we could be muddy people on a whole different level. But what I want to talk about is I want, yeah, all that. Let's just, let's just all look at ourselves and how we treated people and how muddy and dirty we are. We are muddy. We, we complain about people. We, we've done things to people. We've talked about them. We've, you know, we've viewed them wrong. We've judged them wrong. Blah, blah, blah. We've treated people wrong. We're muddy. We're muddy. We've been bad people at different times in our life too. Certain people or various people, classes of people, whatever it is. And right now, before we receive this message... I pray that we take a spiritual bath right now. Heavenly Father, we pray that you cleanse us from the mud and the dirt and the soot and the grime that we uh, uh, cloaked ourselves in and covered ourselves in and continue to wallow in in our lives. Forgive us for every sin, stain, or blemish that may be held against us in the courts of heaven. Absolve and set us free. Anything in our bloodline, let Jesus' blood speak on our behalf. Because you say we're worth it, Father God. Anything your, your word your word says, Father God, that anything we ask according to your will, that you will do it. And we ask, Father God, that you give us everything you have in store for us. Don't leave anything out. 
in your timing, in your place, you know, you know what's best for us. Open the floodgates of heaven, Father God, according to your loving, perfect, gracious, giving, your compassion, Father God, your healing. Come, Father God, we ask that the Holy Spirit intercede for us where we may be lacking. Things that are trying to distract us, Father God, we pray that you remove them. Help us to see them if, if, we, if there's action that we need to do for them to be removed. Give us clear instructions, Father God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, touch us and touch us in this message. Let your word come alive, Father God. Look for us as we look for you in Jesus' mighty name. Nomine Padre, Filii, Spiritus Santos, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever on ages of ages. May you be blessed through this journey through Lent, and uh, whether you follow the fast things or not, or whatever it is, the Wednesdays and Fridays, or whatever it is, I pray that God comes to you, and the Comforter comes to you, and you just a, a, a monsoon of the Holy Spirit just reigns in your life and blesses you spiritually changing your life forever more important than anything increasing your faith in jesus name hallelujah i speak that over you i speak this over many of us in this message and i believe that it's being spoken through me that god is speaking to us saying muddy how many people want to get muddy out there now that we've gotten clean do we want to go wallering back into that stuff that we just asked forgiveness for? Father God, absolve and acquit us of any charge that could be held against us in the courts of heaven by Satan or any of his evil latching cords. Wash us clean, bathe us, clean us, cleanse us in Jesus' name. In nomine Padre, Filii, Espiritus Santos. When we ask God to cleanse us, we're not going to go right back to that same thing because we do have the propensity to go back <laughs> to the same things over and over whether it's complaining gossip you know there's all kinds of things out there it just isn't somebody looking at a porn site or somebody doing this or that or drinking or or cussing or you know beating their wife or some weird stuff or hurting people and and children and things or driving a car and and, and recklessly and, and just not even caring about people's feelings speaking to people wrong be, being angry at your brother even thinking about it so many ways absolved and acquitted from every charge set free in Jesus name hallelujah and God's word says that anything that we ask according to his loving perfect will he will do it. Anything, the desires of our heart. And we think, well, God gives us, God gave us so much and we don't realize. We think, well, well, no, God, God doesn't want me to feel that way. And that's not true. That is not true. That is not true. Never stop dreaming. Never stop hoping and, and thinking and having desires in your heart. You just can't go cold turkey. Everything's gray. The hair is gray now. The life is gray. The bones are gray. Everything's gray now. Everything's dusty, like dust gray. Everything's gray. It's dusty. It's done. It's done. We're about the end of the road. There it is. There's the ramp. It's okay. Wheels up. No, you got a long time coming, saith the Lord. I believe that in Jesus' name. You don't need to roll over to the wall and say, like, I could do so much more, Father God like others have before. Lord, use me. I'm not done yet. You're kidding me. All this stuff I've done and all this stuff you've worked through me. 
Lord, let you let you be glorified through my body, through working through me in this life that we have left. That's how. You know, sometimes you, you've got to mix things. You know, you know, sometimes you, you you've got to mix things, you know. You, you you've got to you've got to apply them and send it. You know, sometimes you got, think about that. You've got to mix things up. You got to put things together. You got to you got to uh, put different things in here to make Kool-Aid. You need sugar and water, right? The packet. Sugar and water. To make tea, you need the tea and then if you add anything else to it, it to, to things to 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 have a glass of water. You need a glass and you need water. There's there's things sometimes that we need. There's preparation to things. There's things that need to be mixed. All these uh, piles of, of wood uh, need to be sorted to be mixed into equation of doing this framing on this house. All these financial portfolios, they, they, you know, they, they, it needed a lot of work. That's the mixing. It needed a lot of preparation. And now we can apply them. Now we can apply the, the plywood to the framing. Now we can apply, you know, and now we can send it. We can, we can send it. Now we can send it. We can send it out with instructions. Here, here's the realtor sign. The instructions, the number's there. Call this number. Low down, zero payment. Whatever the sign is, the sign is right there. You know, I, I mean, what I'm trying to say here, I believe, let me say it one more time, but sometimes you've got to mix things, apply them and send it and send it out with instructions and then follow through. Follow through with those instructions and you will, you will see. You will see regardless of how blind you are, you will see. If you follow through with those instructions, you will see. You will see. Regardless of the limitations, you know, everybody uh, has had limitations and everybody has limitations and even carries them right now. No matter how stellar your level of education can be, your performance level, you know, whether you're an athlete or not, your achievements, all the awards and halls and halls, no matter, no matter all of those things, we all have blindness. The way that we treat people. Maybe we're blind to the way that we, we treat people. That's actually hurtful. We, we're just, we think we're being ourselves, but we're very, maybe a harsh person. Maybe we don't understand that. Maybe there's something we can fine tune. And it's not that we're not being ourselves. We don't want to put on that coat. That's an easy one to put on though, isn't it? But no matter how uh, stellar of a person we are, whichever side of the fence we'd fall, the good, the bad, the ugly, you know, we could be engulfed uh, by pain that's blinded you from really seeing what God has for you. 
or 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 do we all or 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 do we or do we know it all or do we all know it all do we all just know it all we got it all figured out can we say right now can we say do you see can you say right now you see can can you really say right now you see you see right now that you see the future and you've been updated and prepared for tomorrow. You know everything that's going to happen from one minute second to the most uh, above to infinity and beyond. You know exactly what's going to happen from one second to the next. Milliseconds. You got it all. You know everything. You got it all planned out and you're prepared for each task, each thing that may come. Anything that would be problematic, you've already worked your way around it because you already know the future. You already know it. Or could we be blinded? No matter how we've been updated or no matter how much we prepare for tomorrow. You know, you know that we know everything that's coming for tomorrow. We, some of us could say thing, and some of us could actually be so, uh, you know, in place at that. Everything's all together. I mean, we don't need to, you know, beef it up any with something. It's just, man, you really got stuff together. You, you got the time down. All the timing is everything, and you have it all worked out. It could be on that level. You know exactly the next for for a couple of years in advance. Maybe I don't know. You got all the schedules worked out in advance. There's people that can do that, obviously. But can we really say right now that we see? We see the future. I see on Saturday I'm like, that, that Thomas is going to work on Friday. He's got six hours. It's going to be 70 hours of, of this and all this and through here. And I get this over here. It's 120 hours for that month or, or week or whatever it may be. Got it all worked out couple window installs right there we're doing a pool right here doing this they're going to build that house uh this guy he's going to build a plane i don't know what we're going to do there this guy's got a helicopter coming in on wednesday here this is coming you know going to build a louis vuitton store over there i don't know chipotle's coming to hawaii please i don't know how can you say right now that we see, that we see the future? I mean, many of us can plan for those things and really have stuff together, but we really, we don't know. We don't know the future. Yes, we can be on a level where we can be prepared for the, the human research and the tools to have a sharp impact on the timing. You know, each day scheduled near to a perfect outcome. But we really don't know what will happen no matter how much we plan and prepare. The Bible says if we get into this kind of mind where we're like, it's flip mode and we get all kind of puffed up over it. The Bible says to boast not thyself for tomorrow. Don't brag about tomorrow for thou knoweth not what a day may bring forth. We really don't know, but God does know. God does know. So for those of us that could look at that and, and, and many times we've heard boast not thyself for tomorrow for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. You know, don't brag about tomorrow because you don't know what's going to happen. But let me tell you this because sometimes everything comes into a negative and I believe God wants to speak to you on this level. 
Don't talk about tomorrow that you're going that you feel sick and you're not going to make it tomorrow. Don't say that you can't climb up that hill tomorrow, that you can't make it tomorrow. Don't boast about tomorrow for you don't know what's going to happen. Stop talking all that negative stuff. Boast not thyself for tomorrow, for thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. Stop bragging about tomorrow being negative. You see, because there is a flip side to it. Because all people are not the same. We don't always think the positive mindset. So most of us are negative. And many people that have ever heard that Bible verse, is, it, is, it is taken in the negative. And it might even be presented in a, in a false negative. Or a direct negative. But, but in the sense of, of this, man, most of us do take it as a, a negative. Don't boast about uh, tomorrow. You don't know what's going to happen. Oh, right. I could die tomorrow. You see what I'm saying? Oh, something could happen. You know, and it's that, that kind of healthy God fear, you know, but um, don't talk about tomorrow like like you you can't do it. Like, I'm not going to be able to, the doctor says, you know, if you do this or, or you won't be able to, all this stuff that it can't happen, all the impossibilities and you say, no, that can't happen. I will be walking tomorrow. And and then we're boasting about tomorrow. I believe that that this, if we turn this around, it, the the verse wouldn't even need to be needed. So that is the coin of that. When you flip that coin over and you look at it and we will be confused because it might not make too much sense. And we we can kind of try to see something there. But don't brag about tomorrow because you don't know what. You could say, I'm going to do this. No, it, you, could, you could proclaim stuff. That's fine. This, this warning is meant for, for, for a, a kind of a, in, a, in that going that direction. You know, boasting, talking about I'm going to be doing all this stuff. And it's like, oh, really? But in the same sense, I'm going to fail. I'm going to do this. The same thing. Oh, really? Because I'm going to bless you. Oh, really? Because I'm coming. Oh, I'm going to win that battle. Oh, really? Because you're actually going to lose. But in the in the positive, wherever, wherever the word touches you, and most of our minds will go straight to the negative, but what about the positive? What about the people that are holding your hand up and say, me, me, pick me, pick me? Yeah, you out there, right you, you. Don't talk all that negative stuff about what's going to happen to you tomorrow. Because once your feet hit that floor, change is happening every step you take. In Jesus' name, change for the good, stronger, a stronger impact, a stronger voice, a stronger choice, harder things, but stronger. You will be stronger. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. And we don't really know what's going to happen tomorrow. No matter what side of the fence we are on. No matter how we prepare for it. Simply saying that boast not thyself for tomorrow. For thou knowest not what a day may bring forth. The Lord has it all. In the palm of his hands. If we could look back at the mud. Let's look back at the mud. Maybe, maybe this mud, it doesn't seem appealing. Maybe this mud is embarrassing. Maybe we should look deeper. Maybe 
something happened. Maybe something happened. Because it happened here in John chapter 9. Let's look a little bit deeper in here. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents? That he was born. Who sinned? That he was born blind. Who did it? The, the, the man or the parents? I mean, he was born blind. Somebody sinned. Who sinned? And Jesus says, neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it's day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And after saying this, listen into this. Stay tuned. After saying this, he spit on the ground and made some mud with the saliva and put it on the man's eyes. Listen in. Instructions. Go, he told him. Wash in the pool of Siloam. This word means sent. <laughs> he was sent, praise God. Tell me God doesn't know how to line things up. So the man went and washed. What happened before? Washed and came home seen. How many want to come home seen right now? How many want to see into the financial future? Not to boast about it but to see it. How many want to see those things come true? How many want to see that nothing is what it really seems to be around you and it's actually a little bit better than you think, but we're all clouded with all these things and we need to see. We need Jesus to spit. We need Jesus' saliva. We need the water. We need Jesus to saturate the ground around us so that we could build a foundation on seeking him, a foundation of a relationship, a foundation of, of having a heart, you know, of, 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 of more of giving and, and, and less complaining and, and just more doing, more doing, more doing and, and less, less couching it and less, less sitting on the sidelines and, and look to be the star player, fight harder, run harder. You are the star running back. You're the star of this movie. You are the action star. It's your turn. It's your turn to shine. What I felt, what I've known, never shined doing, what I've uh, shown, never me. I don't know. Maybe that's you. Maybe you feel like you've never shined doing what you've shown. Maybe you've done, done things and, 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 and it just seems like it's meaningless. It didn't really, it, it wasn't your time, but you just know just deep down inside that, man, I am a stage. I, I, I am the stage. I, I am the show. I am a show to, to, to open. Not that you want to come in and be this kind of thing, but man, you have a message to tell. You have something very unique that is entertaining that will get people's attention and will lead them to Christ. 
bottom line, that's what it's all about. The whole, uh, the, the, the people thinking you weird and you, you've been over here in this place and you don't feel like you fit in. It's because you have something very important to do and you're, you're unique and just the way that God made you. And if you could just focus in and, 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 and uh, put some, you know, get saturated with Jesus and let him saturate you and put the, and get into that ground that's around you and build a foundation and put it on your eyes. And then you need to follow the instructions. You need to wash in the pool of Siloam. You need, and, and that's kind of neat because that word means scent. It's so cool that God is very, uh, God knows exactly what he's doing. He knows how to put stuff together. He knows how to put stuff together. God knows how to do things. I want what I want to do what I want to do is to is to you know is to break bread with you in this moment so that when we see so, so I, I wanted to see and then break this down to with you break bread in this word with that, that we eat of this that we break that we consume this word today that we break bread in this in this and, and, and just really consume this word that as he went along let's go over it again is John chapter 9 verses 1 through 7 as he went along he saw a blind man from birth as Jesus went along he saw you As Jesus went along, he saw you. We can mention this uh, here in a moment. And the people, you know, start asking, you know, but the disciples are asking him, you know, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents? Who sinned that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, Jesus said. But this happened so that the works of God might be displayed in him. We might not understand what's, what's been going on or what we've went through. But rest assured that this happened so that the works of God can be displayed in you. Do you believe that? God works in mysterious ways. We should know we should know by now, far by now, that God works in mysterious ways. We must understand that as long as it is night, I'm sorry, we must understand that as long as it is day, we must do the works of who sent me. Jesus is saying, night is coming when no one can do work. There's gonna be a time where darkness is gonna come and you're gonna you're not going to be able to do the things you do. Darkness can come in your situation and shut you down. That's, that's also what we should understand. We must be prepared and we must continue to have the light with us because how are you going to tread through that darkness? Or what are you even doing in that darkness? Sometimes darkness shows up, but sometimes you go willingly walking right into it. But there is a time where night is coming when no one can work. And Jesus is saying, while I am in the world, I am the light of the world. And after saying this, he spit on the ground and he made some mud with the saliva 
and he put it on the man's eyes, this is a blind man, and he said, go. He told him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sin. So the man went and washed and he came home seeing. The outcome is he came home seeing. He followed the instructions. But before this ever even happened, before your situation ever even come up, Jesus walked by and he saw you. Jesus walked by and he saw you. He saw you in your situation. You might be suffering. Whatever you might be going through, Jesus saw you. God knows everything that you're going through. And he sent his only begotten son who defeated death by death on the cross because you matter, because you're worth it. And before you were ever even born, he consecrated you to himself. You are chose by God. You have, you, all of us have been called according to his purpose. God has a purpose and a plan for your life. If we continually just keep on, uh, you know, rejecting God's word by saying, you know, that's not for me. No, this isn't Reverend Enoch's word. This is God's word. God chose you. God speaks through his people. God speaks through his people. That's why it's so very important to understand you know, and it's so very important to be able to see. Because many of us, many of us are blinded, though we may see. We are blind. We are blind. We are lucky that we could even do the things that we can do. That is how blinded we are about what's going on around us, maybe even, yeah? Not just... Uh, some kind of a spacey little minute thing. No, we may be literally blinded about stuff that's going around. There could be so many things going on. And many of us, to stay sane, we have to maybe, you know, ignore some of those things. But in all reality, we are blind. How many of us want sight today? Because the healer has come. The, the healer came walking by. Some of us may have been blind from birth. People will ask, what did they do wrong? What did the parents do wrong? But God wants to show his work in your life. He wants to be glorified in your life. Life is full of, uh, full of pures, but many, many would love to be doers, but they're the ones who are pewing and gossiping about what could be doing. Or even if you've done something, we don't need to uh, get kudos for doing it. Doing the good is the joy that we get from it. We don't need to tell somebody about it so that we get good kudos. Oh, good job. Oh, wow, you gave them that much money? I don't need kudos for it, nor do you. All we need to do is to give and see that person smile and help that person up or whatever it is. And I'm talking about doing crazy stuff. Not little, little, let me get $5 out of my purse. Do something that makes a point. That Do something nuts. Empty your bank account. I, I mean, what? as long as you're okay and everything. Or empty a bank account. Do something nuts and give it to somebody. 
Give your house away. Give your car away. Do something nuts. Give all the tires that are good on the side of your house. Give your give something away. Go look for the stuff that, that you would use. Go look for your best clothes. Go give them away. Give them to someone who you think could use them. Do something cool like that. Don't you think so? Wouldn't it feel good? Not just so it would feel good, but do good to do good. That's all. That's all. Maybe you should go walking along looking for someone who's blind now that you are given sight. Because as you've listened to this message, I believe some mud was put on your eyes. You were saturated with the Lord's word and it's been put on your eyes. There might have been something that you didn't see and now you need to follow the instructions. And the Bible says, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all these things will be added unto you. And guess what's listed in that? All of these things. And sight could be included. And I believe that has been included in this very message. In you having the, the stick to to listen to this message and be blessed by it. So something, something going on, it might, it seems muddy. It might've seemed muddy. You know, if we could just focus on what happened be, before uh, we got muddy, what, what, what did happen before we got muddy? What happened? What happened? As Jesus was walking around, he saw you. He saw the blind man. You were cleaned before. You see how sometimes even when it's mentioned muddy that we start, we forget that, wait a minute, we're talking about Jesus, a holy God, the word. We're talking about the word. Taking the ground that is around you. Saturating that with his, with himself, with the water and putting it on your eyes. So whatever it may be, as you know, Jesus may have saw you and he was looking for you and he's, he was looking for you. Are you blind? He's thinking. But he already knows. Are you blind? Is he thinking? No, he already knows. Are you financially blind? Are you physically blind? Are you spiritually blind? Are you emotionally blind? Wherever the blindness may be, behold, the light has come. Jesus came walking by and saw you right where you are and noticed you in need. In need of a healing, a breakthrough, whatever it may be. God has it all. If you can imagine one, one message ago, I, I, I told you, could you imagine King Kong? You know, you're, you're in your car and he leans all the way down to your level and he's like, do you need anything? You're like, no, it's okay. Cause he, he's like, whatever it is, I got it. Do you need anything? And we may have said it differently, but just think about it. Do you need anything? Because whatever it is, I got it. That's what God has been saying to us all along. That's what a father says. That's what a father, that's what a real father says. You go into the place and it's like you go into a store where you need to get geared up for this trip, this thing of life. And you, and you look at your father and he's like, whatever you need in here, I got it. Take it up to the cash register. I got you. 
baseballs, basketballs, and, you know, the whole stands, boxing gloves and mats and bags and all kinds of things. What do you need? Sea dews, jet skis, whatever kind of stuff. What do you need in this place? Fishing poles, kayaks? Yeah. What do you need? Scriptures. Breakthrough, infallible word that opens a a door in your life to, to, to some kind of a way of thinking or just it's funny how one idea could change the world it, it changed the world from not having a light bulb one idea could have change the world from people not having electric cars one idea could, could, could you know could change the way that a business is formed and make it into a billion dollar business they went from hourly to to uh you know percentage or whatever it is you know whatever the place is you know and here it is it, it, it could be that one little thing it's honestly you know the people call me crazy they called him crazy too and look now we have a light bulb they called him crazy and we have this they called them crazy they called them crazy they called them okay look here now we have this yeah jesus came walking by I believe that if you have the faith to believe that God is calling you and maybe there's someone out there that God is calling you that Jesus Christ bore the debt for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life. We are all full of sin. None of us are righteous, not even one. None of us can walk our head up all high and go out there and act like we're somebody and be like, well, I'm going to heaven. We could, we could proclaim, yes, I'm going to heaven because I'm bought. Jesus paid the price, paid the debt for me. I, I have, you know, for God gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. His word says I'm going to have everlasting life. And if you're out there and you're thinking that, and if you believe that, if you believe that Jesus Christ died on the cross, took the debt of your sin, we all had a debt of sin. We are guilty and, and the sentence is death. But God sent his only begotten son because he loves you that much to know that you're worth it. And there's so much more. There's so much more. There's so much more. It's not a get-rich-quick scheme. But God wants you to be prosperous and successful. And so many people twist this up. And it should be the first thing you understand is that this is it. This is what you're looking for. You don't need anything else in your life but God. Everything else will fall into place. If you will just seek He first, if you will look at me first, I tell you what, you'll lack nothing. That's what a father tells you. When you come into this store, this is the earth, this is the store. What do you need? I want to equip you with everything you need to be successful. And you, you could be happy because you need to create that happiness. God knows what makes you happy. God knows what the desires of your heart are. He may have put them there. The, how he formed you formed the, what your desires are. The struggles that you went through formed what your desires may be. Now, there's things that we shouldn't be desiring. And there's things that you desire that are actually, you know, and it's not like we're looking for the good or the bad. What do you desire? Because obviously we wouldn't be putting it on the table if it was something that we wouldn't put in front of God. 
praise God. So God wants to give you the desires of your heart. God wants to come through for you. God wants to make a statement in your life like he did here in this message today. In John chapter 9. Amen. So if you're out there and you want to, you want to, you know, you feel that, you feel that, man, I want to be part of this. Do you want to be part? Do you want to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Savior? Do you want to get back on board and recommit your life to the Lord? If you needed to, if you felt like you needed to, not that you have to or it's like something, just something that makes you just feel like you're getting your plate, everything right. You're all, all your ducks in a row. And right now we can say right now, if you want to join with me, Father God in heaven, Father God in heaven, we come to you in prayer and we ask you, Father God, to forgive us for any sin that we may have committed. Father God, that we believe and call on the name of Jesus. That we're making a mess of our life and we ask you to drive. We submit to you and submitting to you that we believe that Jesus Christ defeated death by death on the cross, paid the debt for our sins. Father God, deliver us from our sinful nature and ourselves and cleanse us. Father God, accept us as your child as we come to you believing and striving and trying to learn. Father God, new at this, we need you. Come the Holy Spirit, the Comforter. Come in, we need you, Father God. Those of us who've been Christians our whole lives, we need you, Father God. Awaken us, Father God. Energize us. Plug us into the wall, Father God. Full service, fully charged. In Jesus' mighty name. Forgive us for all those sins. Forgive us for not believing, for doubting you. Forgive us, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. We accept you as our Savior. Come into our hearts and make us whole. We may not understand everything, but help us to learn. Help us to to find which book to start. Where do we start from the beginning, from the New Testament? Lord, where do you want us to start? Put it on our hearts. Put it on our hearts. If there's any theological error in this message, in this teaching, Father God, remove it and set us on the right path where we need to be as we accept you as our Savior and step into the best season of our life in this season of our life. In Jesus' mighty name, in nomine Padre, Filio, Spirito Santos. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever unto ages of ages. As he went along, he saw a blind man from birth and his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? This man or his parents? Was it, why was he blind? Why was he born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground and made some mud with saliva and put it on the man's eyes. And he said, go. He told him, go, wash in the pool of Siloam. His word means sin. Praise God. So the man went and washed, came home seeing. May you come home seeing today. May you come home seeing today. May you come home seeing today in Jesus' name. Being thankful. In this Lent season, let us all die to ourselves, 
pick up our cross and follow Jesus. Picking up our cross is dying to ourselves daily. Daily. A daily battle of seeking his face and turning from our evil ways. Saying no to ourselves and yes to God. Before you press play, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. And all these things be added unto you. It keeps on coming, but think about it. Sometimes we could ask somebody for, uh, uh, we ask a question. Imagine we just ask a question. Let me close with this. Imagine we ask someone a question and the person tells us. Well, we ask them a question. They say, well, where is, uh, where do we go for the market? Just go right. And when we get there, what do we do when we go to the market? Just turn right. And, and what, what uh, the place that I'm looking for that sells the jam, where is it? It's on the right. So where's the parking at when I even can't? It's on the right. All the answers are it's on the right. It's on the right. And then here this is that we feel this thing that God keeps on trying to speak to you and get to you. And it's say, all those things are right. <laughs> all those things are right. You shouldn't get annoyed so easily. All those things are right. Yeah. And seek ye first the kingdom of heaven and all. These things will be added unto you. When you come to the question about, you know, this, 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 seek ye first kingdom of heaven. Are you doing that? Be- before we even ask the question, it leaves our mouth. Are we, are we, you know, seeking God about it? Man, should I be doing this? Or am I boasting about tomorrow and I don't know what's going to come forth? Praise God. Jesus walked by. Jesus is walking by now. Do you have any friends that you want to share that with? That Jesus has walked by today and he saw you. Will you let him come to where you're at? Will you have the faith and the courage to press play one more time? Being led by a God who chose you as you press play to the movie that you're starring in. Stepping into the best season of your life in this season of your life. Stepping out of cycles that are damaging and and have hindered you from stepping into your purpose. Today we can change everything by being faithful and just seeking Him. How do I get there? Seek Him first. How do I seek Him first? What is it? There it is. (laughs) May you walk into this dark world carrying the light of the gospel. Forevermore. In nomine Padre, Filii, Spirito Santos, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, both now and ever, unto ages of ages. Amen.